Till Hamish was seated over a cup of coffee and said, The Willets place has been sold. Hamish raised his eyebrows. I wouldn't have thought anyone would have taken that. The Willets house was a Victorian villa set back from the waterfront. It had been up for sale for five years and was in bad repair. I gather they got it for a song. Someone said ten thousand pounds was the figure. And who's they? Name of Thomas. English. Don't know anything about them. Expected to move in today. Maybe it'll be work for you. Hamish grinned. A crime, you mean? With weather like this, nothing bad can happen. The glass is falling. I never knew a barometer yet that could tell the weather, said Hamish. What's happening up at Tommel Castle? Hamish asked the question with a casual air of indifference. But Mr. Johnson was not deceived. Tommel Castle, some miles from Loch Dew, was the home of Priscilla Halberton Smythe. "'I gather Priscilla's come back with a party of friends,' said the manager. Hamish took a sip of coffee. "'What kind of friends?' "'Sloan Rangers, I think. Two fellows and two girls.' Hamish was conscious of a feeling of relief. It sounded like two couples— he dreaded to hear that Priscilla had brought a boyfriend with her. "'Had a look at them yet?' he asked. "'Oh, aye, they were in for dinner here last night.' Hamish stiffened. "'And what has happened to the Colonel's hospitality when his daughter has to entertain her friends at the local hotel?' Mr. Johnson looked uncomfortable. "'They've been at the castle for over a week,' he said, and then looked at the ceiling— so that he should not see the disappointment in Hamish's eyes. Hamish put his unfinished coffee slowly down on the desk. "'I'd better be getting off on my rounds,' he said. "'Come along, Towser.' The big mongrel slouched out after his master, his plume of a tail at half-mast, as if he sensed Hamish's distress. Hamish stood out in the forecourt of the hotel, among the tubs of scarlet geraniums, and blinked in the sunlight. It seemed strange that the weather was still as glorious as ever. Over a week, and she had not called. He went to the police station, and then through the garden at the back, and up to his small croft to make sure his sheep had enough water. The sun was hot on his back. Curlews piped from the heather, and overhead a buzzard, like Icarus, sailed straight for the sun. A large black ewe ambled up and nuzzled his hand. Hamish automatically patted the sheep, his thoughts on what was going on at the castle. Priscilla had said something teasing last time, before she had left, about his lazy lack of ambition. He was certainly not an ambitious man. He enjoyed his easy-going life, and he loved western Sutherland, with its mountains and heather, and the broad stretch of the Atlantic beyond the sea loch, where the old people said the blue men rode the waves, and the dead came back as seals he decided it would do no harm just to go up to the castle and have a look. He had a new white Land Rover, a perk from head office in Strathbane, no doubt with the blessing of Detective Chief Inspector Blair, who enjoyed a reputation for solving murders with Hamish's help, even though Hamish had solved them single-handedly, but had let the boorish detective take the credit. The twisting road up to the castle wound through the hills, 
and his heart lifted as the road bore him higher above the village. There would be some simple explanation as to why Priscilla had not been to see him. Her father, the colonel, strongly disapproved of her friendship with the local Bobby. He had probably told her not to have anything to do with him, though Hamish, deliberately forgetting that her father's temper and disapproval had not stopped Priscilla from visiting him in the past. He parked the Land Rover on the verge outside the gates. He wanted to spy out the lie of the land before he was seen. He walked slowly up the drive. He could hear shouts and laughter. So instead of following round the turn of the drive that would bring him to the lawns in front of the house, he plunged into the pine wood at the side and made his way silently over the pine needles to where he could get a clear view without being seen himself. They were playing croquet, Priscilla and her friends. At first he had eyes...